Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 197. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. And this is the Funeral Professions only weekly news show. Um, happy 4th of July week, sir. Yeah, it is. It uh, is coming up. And of course, as we'll talk in a few minutes, for many funeral professionals, it's just a holiday. It doesn't mean a day off. But uh, something I'm going to share with you, you did a great job with. We posted it last week with the CNJ's uh, sales guys on the show and tell to learn about all the three guys and all the business. So uh, if you haven't missed the, if you haven't seen it, it's posted on correct connecting directors. And I think you sent it out in the hearse as well. Is that correct? We did. We did. Yes, we did. We sent out in the daily hearse, a, a video interview and an editorial. That's it. So lots of news with CNJ going on. Uh, if you haven't been paid, the funeral ain't over. It's just simple like that. And uh, let me ask you a question. What would you do, Mr. or Mrs. Funeral Homeowner, with all the cash you have in accounts receivables in your bank right now? Would that make a difference? Let's talk. If all insurance assignment companies say they pay fast and are easy to work with, why do twice as many funeral homes choose CNJ Financial? Over the past two decades, CNJ and its affiliates have served in excess of 633,000 families and funded more than $3.6 billion in assignments to funeral homes and cemeteries throughout North America. If you're tired of the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. Let us show you why thousands of funeral homes across America choose CNJ for their assignment funding needs and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders recommend CNJ to their client and members. In every business, there's one gold standard. In insurance assignment funding, it's CNJ. You know, Ryan, you wrote an wrote a interesting article, or your staff did today, about recognition as funeral directors in this COVID crisis. They haven't gotten mm -hmm. much recognition. Um, I'm seeing where some directors are taking um, umbrage to being called last responders. Yeah. I don't know why, but uh, anyway, what's your thoughts about that? Because it seems to be true. Yeah, so I mean, in a lot of different areas across the country, funeral directors were last on the list to get PPE. Uh, we heard from a number of different funeral homes just here locally that they would call local health department and the, all the PPE was saved for medical uh, facilities and things of that nature, which don't get me wrong. The, the, the medical teams and the doctors and the nurses, like absolutely unsung heroes through all of this first responders. Um, but, you know, our funeral directors are, quote unquote, those last responders, but are putting themselves in harm's way and and it, you know we, we got to think about the process of of death through all of this and funeral directors don't have the option to you know really turn a body away and and be hands off and go hide in the corner so um you know i just i thought it was important and our team dug into it just that we honor funeral professionals and i know that iccfa and both nfda put together some great video tributes just thanking funeral directors and, 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 you know, those involved in the death care space for their service through this pandemic. And it's not over. Um, you know, I talked to a funeral home this past week that had three cases uh, of COVID-19 deaths. So um, it's not over, but, you know, we thought it was important that, that they get that shout out and, and 
kind of start the discussion of why do funeral directors get left out of that conversation when it comes to these pandemics. But, um, you know, just shout out to all the funeral directors and, and those in the death care space for sure. I agree. And, you know, it's interesting as COVID heats back up in certain spots like here in Phoenix, uh, <clears throat> they're going to be even more important. So their job hasn't stopped whatsoever. Uh, speaking of not stopping, Cana Conference is coming up. We're going to do something cool with them. Cana's 102nd Annual Cremation Innovation Convention and Trade Show is going virtual, but it won't be just another webinar. With interactive education, attendees and exhibitors connecting directly through text and video, gamification, and a real swag bag, Cana's annual meeting on August 5th through 6th is bound to be the event of the summer. Yes, we are. So we have a virtual, I guess the first ever full virtual Cana conference. We're going to have uh, the Cana team on here in a week or so to talk about their virtual conference that's taking place August 5th and 6th. Yeah, so Joe, I, I think CNJ has a booth at the virtual conference. Disrupt's got a booth as well. So I'm excited to really see how this uh, virtual conference pans out, but we're going to have the executive team on from Cana and the convention team here in a couple of weeks to give us all the, the, the deets on that virtual conference. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I think we're going to see a lot more virtual as time goes on. There's still not many conferences that are still slated. So we'll see how that works out. Well, this is 4th of July week. What are you doing with your family? Uh, family and I are taking off to the great state of Utah to hang out and celebrate America. Amen. Yeah, I think we're going to stay here. And uh, there's fireworks and pools and lots of fun festivities over the weekend. Well, buddy, uh, you know, we were hoping to have Andrew Clark from Plotbox on today and wasn't able to. So everybody stand by. We can't wait to hear from Andrew Clark, who is now uh, on the board of directors there at Plotbox. And we're interested to see what he's got to say, because uh, we know that he has a long history in the funeral business, uh, certainly up on the upper echelons of management. So uh, we're excited about that. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, and uh, it's a big, a big acquisition or big uh, addition to the plot box team. So uh, excited to have Andrew on when we can make that happen. That's it. All right. Well, sir, Commander, have a uh, wonderful Fourth of July, and appreciate all that you do. And hopefully, we'll get to be physically together sometime soon. I, I will. I'm sure we'll have masks on. Um, I'll get me some actually have one so we'll have uh you'll be able to distinguish and i'm keeping up with uh the mask with uh some noticeable attributes on it how about that there we go there we go all right well travel all safe right. this week and god bless everybody here happy fourth of july take care until next time have a great week